Welcome in to Duval Daily presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks for tuning in. We had OTAs yesterday. Nothing too revealing there. It was OTA practice number seven. Uh, the Jaguars are working their way towards mandatory minicamp, which is next week for three days, and then they'll have some time off, and then they'll get into training camp mid to late July. So the dead period is kind of upon us. Uh, there are OTA practices that we can go try to glean some information out of, but they're not doing too much right now um, in terms of there's no pads, there's no hitting. It's pretty vanilla at this point, but uh, the dead period is kind of now until until training camp gets going. But you did have two unfortunate injuries yesterday, C.J. Beathard and Jordan Smith. They went down. Uh, it's not clear at this point uh, what their injury diagnosis is, if they'll be out for a long time, a short period of time, what the situation is. Both guys were down on the field for quite a while. C.J. Beathard was carted off the field while Jordan Smith was kind of helped off the field with the training staff uh, supporting his weight there. So you obviously hope for the best for those two guys. Uh, but today, uh, as it is kind of the dead period, we're looking at the Jaguars' potential starting lineups on both sides of the ball and special teams. Who are going to be the Jaguars starters in 2022? Now, technically, there are 11 starters on both sides of the football, offense, defense. But in the modern game, in Doug Peterson's system on offense and Mike Caldwell's system on defense. I think you're going to see a lot of different packages and personnel groupings. So I think there's going to be more like 12 starters on offense, which would be guys that are getting, you know, 60 plus percent of the reps. And then probably about 12 to 13 starters on the defensive side of the ball. Again, guys that are getting, you know, more than half the reps uh, on that side of the ball. So we're going to look at all the different starters, my projected starters for the Jaguars. A lot of it's pretty chalky, but I think there's some value in looking at who the main contributors will be for the Jaguars on both sides of the football. If you're a fan of the show, please like and subscribe on YouTube. Y'all support. It means so much to me. Could not do this without you guys. Follow myself at Jordan DeLugo on Twitter, Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. I'd also like to share with you guys real quick another project I'm working on. Uh, over on the Relevant app, I've got a brand new live show called DeLugo on Duval, Mondays and Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, the show is exclusively available on the Relevant app and the Jaguars Fanatics vibe. I'll include a link to the Relevant app below, but if y'all want to check that out, that would help me out a lot too. And it's going to be uh, a similar sort of deal to what we're doing here. It's going to be live streamed, so we'll be able to interact with each other, uh, kind of discuss what's going on with the Jaguars and just have a good time. So again, that's Mondays and Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern time on the relevant app. Without further ado, let's just jump into the offensive side of the ball here. We all know who's starting at quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, of course, first overall pick in 2021. Uh, had a up and down rookie year wasn't really supported by the coaching staff or by uh, the talent around him. A lot of injuries on the offensive side of the ball. You lost Travis Etienne, DJ Chark um, early in 2021, and you had some disappointing performances elsewhere. Um, 
It didn't go as as well as Trevor Lawrence would have liked, as well as Jaguars fans would have liked for him in 2021. But you've got Doug Peterson, brand new head coach, who knows how to work with quarterbacks. He's proven that throughout his coaching career. Uh, he's a former quarterback himself. Got a lot of other former quarterbacks on the staff. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is in store for a jump in year two, in my opinion. Uh, I think it's pretty clear based on the talent, based on the coaching situation, based on the talent around him. So he's going to be your starting quarterback without question. Running back. This is interesting, right? Uh, because Travis Etienne missed all of 2021 with the Liz Frank injury, but he is back. He is healthy. He is fully participating in practice right now, looking really good, uh, really athletic, explosive. He looks like the guy you saw at Clemson. I think he's going to be the primary back for the Jaguars if no other reason than James Robinson is not healthy yet. Uh, and ETN, he brings more of that speed element while still having the ability to churn out tough yardage. Uh, he's five foot 10, 215 pounds. He's got uh, a nice arsenal of moves in the open field, but he can also run with some power behind him and, and be the number one back. And I think that's what he's going to be uh, even once James Robinson comes back because ETN is so much more explosive than Robinson. Uh, I think he just fits better in a wide zone rushing attack. But both guys will get the ball a lot once Robinson is healthy, which he started running last week. Where is he at? I'm not sure. We'll see. Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones, Zay Jones. Those are your starting wide receivers, okay? Those are your top three guys. Christian Kirk is going to move around a lot. Uh, Marvin Jones and Zay Jones are both both guys that they can move around as well, but more of the big-bodied outside receivers that you're looking for. Um, I think those are going to be easily the top three, um, the top three snap getters at the receiver position. Tight end. I think Evan Ingram's the starting tight end. The Jaguars brought him in. They're paying him nine million dollars. Uh, incredibly talented has struggled to kind of find consistency in New York throughout his career, hasn't had the best quarterback play, maybe not the best offensive schemes to utilize his skill set. And, of course, he's been a little inconsistent himself. But I do believe he'll be the starter because he brings an unparalleled skill set with the athleticism, with the ability to go up and get the football. Offensive line, I think it's going to be – uh, Cam Robinson, left tackle, Ben Barch, left guard, Tyler Shatley, center, Brandon Scherf, right guard, Walker Little, right tackle, which of course means Jawan Taylor, not in the starting lineup. I believe the Jaguars, based on what I've seen so far, are grooming Jawan Taylor to be the swing tackle. I've seen him practice on both sides of the line of scrimmage. And when I say both sides, I mean the left and right side, not offense and defense, as my guy Jeremy Markoski likes to joke about. Jawan Taylor playing on the defensive side of the ball. So that is your main group of starters. But I think it's also important to look at who's on the border between starting, like who are guys that are going to be close to receiving starting reps or the starting amount of reps, and then who's also going to receive plenty of playing time but won't be considered a starter. On the border, I think you could say Dan Arnold. I think he'll play a lot, and he'll get a lot of targets. I think him and Evan Ingram will be on the field plenty together. You've seen that Doug Peterson likes to use multiple tight end sets. I think both guys can get the job done. 
And then Luke Fortner, I believe at some point, whether it's because of injury or poor play, he's going to get in the game at one of the interior offensive line spots, whether that's left guard for Ben Barch, center for Tyler Shatley, right guard for Brandon Scherf. Obviously, Scherf's not coming off the field unless he's injured, but he has been injured a lot throughout his career. I think at some point, Luke Fortner will enter the starting lineup, the third round pick who played center for Kentucky Wildcats. He's a really talented guy. I had him as a second round talent. The Jaguars got him at the top of round three. So I think when you look at uh, him, once he gets in the starting lineup, I don't think he's gonna, uh, going to lose that spot. I know Brandon Scherf is locked in at right guard. Luke Fortner is not taking his job. But once Luke Fortner does get in the starting lineup, even if it is at right guard, I don't think you're going to see him relinquish a spot in the starting lineup. Like after he gets in there, I think he's going to play well. And then he's going to either force Tyler Shatley or Ben Barch out at some point would be my prediction. Now, if Scherf stays healthy and Shatley and Barch both play well, you could be looking at Luke Fortner not getting in to the starting lineup until 2023. And then the plenty of playing time guys, their offensive weapons. I think LaVisca is going to be on the field a lot. I think Jamal Agnew is going to be on the field a lot. And also James Robinson, of course, who you might even consider Etienne and Robinson 1A and 1B instead of 1 and 2 in the running back uh, backfield there. Looking at the defensive side of the ball, you've got this is even more tricky, in my opinion, than the offensive side of the ball because I think there will be heavy rotations up front with that defensive line. But I believe Foley Fatukasi, the Jaguars brought him in here to be a starter without question. Uh, he's a big nose tackle type who really plays the run well and has a little bit of juice against the pass. Malcolm Brown, I know he was disappointing for the Jaguars in his first season in Duval, but this is a guy that had never had a poor season until he got coached by Urban Meyer and the Jacksonville Jaguars in 2021. He's only 28. I think he's still got some good football in front of him. I think you can look at him as probably another starter in terms of how many reps he's going to get. He's going to be a run stuffer. And then Roy Robertson Harris is another defensive lineman. He's more of the interior penetrator type uh, in a base 3-4, which is what the Jaguars will run. And again, that's base. They're going to be in and out of base a ton. I mean, they're probably going to run nickel more than base. And they're going to have a lot of odd fronts, even fronts, a lot of stuff that is designed to confuse offenses. But I think Roy Robertson-Harris, he can play uh, in the base 3-4. He can play defensive end. In uh, nickel, he can play defensive tackle, three-tech. He's going to be an interior penetrator who's also strong against the run. I think he really came on uh, in the towards the end of 2021. Trevor Lawrence actually talked about that yesterday. Roy Robertson-Harris was all over the field for the Jaguars yesterday, really creating a lot of a lot of havoc in the backfield. Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker are your two starting edge defenders, uh, which are 3-4 outside linebackers, or 4-3 defensive ends. I think they'll both be able to do both. There's no question about that. Those are your two big starters there. At linebacker, again, off-ball linebacker, inside linebacker in the 3-4 base. Um, I think you've, you've got Foye Aluakun, who the Jaguars paid excuse me, $15 million per year to come in and, and shore up 
the linebacker spot. And you've also got Devin Lloyd, who the Jaguars traded up for, went up to number 27 overall from 33 uh, to land Devin Lloyd. He's going to start for you. Him and Foye Aluokun will be in the middle there. And Lloyd does have that versatility to drop down and play 3-4 outside linebacker as well. Now at cornerback, I think you've got three starters, even though if you look at a depth chart, right, you're probably only seeing two starters. But at corner, you've got Shaquille Griffin, Tyson Campbell, and Darius Williams. Williams is still not uh, fully healthy, but once he returns, I believe those three guys will all receive a ton of reps. I would hope that it will be a matchup-based situation on where they'll align because all three of those corners have primarily lined up on the outside throughout their career. Who's going to line up in the nickel, uh, which the Jaguars' defense will be in nickel more than anything else. That's just the way way of the world in the modern NFL, the high-volume passing attacks. You're going to have three corners on the field more often than not. Uh, which guy is going to line up? On the inside, who's going to line up outside? I think it should be matchup and situational based. Safety. This is a hot button topic for a lot of people. No, I don't believe Andrew Wingard will be in the starting lineup for another year. You're looking at Andre Sisco at free safety, Rayshon Jenkins at strong safety. I think it's pretty clear at this point that that's the direction the Jaguars are going in. Andre Sisco was the third-round pick coming off the ACL that he suffered in his final year at Syracuse, came into Jacksonville, and really probably should have been a starter from day one. Uh, The Jaguars coaching staff was not keen on doing that, despite Andre Sisco's clear ability to uh, make impact plays, and I thought he played overall for a rookie you know, pretty clean football throughout training camp, throughout the preseason, and then once he finally did get on the field consistently later on. You look at on-the-border guys, I think Devon Hamilton is an on-the-border guy. He'll play a lot uh, alongside Foley, Fatukasi, and Malcolm Brown. He's a third-year defensive tackle, former third-round pick. He struggled last year, showed really good flashes uh, during his rookie year, but then he suffered a knee injury, missed some time. Uh, last year was kind of a crapshoot for a lot of these guys up front, especially early on. But I think Devon Hamilton will play a lot. I think Chad Muma, who is another third-round pick, but uh, 2022 third-round pick for the Jaguars, number 70 overall. He's another one. I had him at 33 overall on my board. The Jaguars were able to land him 37 spots later at 70 overall. And I think he is the third linebacker behind Devin Lloyd and Foye Aluokun, but you can use him in a lot of different ways. He's been uh, told by the coaching staff he'll be the money backer. So I do think he'll get on the field a good amount. I don't know if it will be enough to be considered a starter based on what I've seen over the last couple weeks at OTAs. Of course, we'll continue to monitor his status moving forward throughout training camp and see if they're able to get him some more work with the ones that leads us to special teams you've got logan cook as your starting punter jamal agnew is still uh, working his way back from his hip injury but i've seen him on the practice field i've seen him running routes i've seen him returning kicks he's not wearing his jersey yet he's still in the weighted vest but he looks good he looks ready to go 
uh, similar to Travis Etienne and his ability. He doesn't look like he's lost any of that juice, the ability to change directions quickly, the speed, the explosiveness. And Agnew looks like he's going to be good to go for the start of the regular season. And then uh, Andrew Mevis, I believe, is going to end up winning the starting kicking job. Really accurate kicker who played at Fordham and then at Iowa State. Had a hell of a year for the Cyclones last year. Jaguars picked him up in undrafted free agency. He's got a big enough leg. He's uh, he's accurate with the football. I think he can handle kickoffs as well. So that is who we're looking at with our starters. I'll run through it again. Trevor Lawrence at quarterback. Travis Etienne at running back. Kirk Jones and Jones at wide receiver. Evan Ingram. And then you could kind of have Dan Arnold as a slash there as a pseudo starter who's going to get a lot of reps. And then Cam Robinson, Ben Barch, Tyler Shatley, Brandon Scherf, Walker Little. If Luke Fortner does have to enter the starting lineup due to injury, I don't think he'll relinquish that job uh, long term. And then plenty of playing time guys, LaVisca Chenault, Jamal Agnew, James Robinson. Defensively, Foley Fatukasi, Malcolm Brown, Roy Robertson Harris up front are going to be the guys that get the most reps in my opinion. Then you've got Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker on the edge, Foya Luke and Devin Lloyd. At off-ball linebacker, Shaquille Griffin, Tyson Campbell, Darius Williams at corner, Andre Sisco and Rayshon Jenkins at safety. On the border, guys, Devon Hamilton, Chad Muma. I should also include Arden Key and Dewan Smoot as plenty of work type of guys. They're not going to be starters, but they are going to get a ton of reps. Doug Peterson likes to have a defense that you rotate a heavy amount of guys in on the defensive front or on the defensive line to keep those guys fresh and and just just to have impressive depth that can keep you going throughout games. And then I think Andrew Mevis will win the starting kicking job. Logan Cook is obviously the punter, and Jamal Agnew, when healthy, is the kick returner slash punt returner. That's going to do it. Thanks so much for tuning in, Duval. Hit me up on Twitter, at Jordan DeLugo. Follow Generation Jaguar, at Generation Jag. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube. And check GenJag.com for all the latest Jaguars news, analysis, and Duval gear. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc